for over 50 years and in many cases even longer. Western countries have been using mind control techniques to interrogate criminals and gain access to the most dark and dangerous brains in the world. When you have colleagues who have a negative bias against you, one that could cost you your career, shouldn't you have the power to control their minds? Shouldn't you use this power to remove the bias so that you can move forward without the person ruining your career? Hey guys, welcome to episode one of our three-part Controlling Mind series. In this first episode, I'm going to do two things. Firstly, establish just how necessary Controlling Minds is under certain conditions. And secondly, give you one of the most powerful techniques to control someone's mind when it's absolutely necessary. Yes, I'm just going to give you one today, so you've got to follow the series. As I shared in the opening of this episode, militaries and intelligence agencies have been using this technique for decades. When a criminal holds vital information that is not accessed, could destabilize the entire world. It's important to gain access in this condition. Of course, there are always moral questions surrounding this. And be very clear, I'm not advocating for torture methods to gain access to people's brains. Some of your favorite brands have been using techniques such as subliminal programming, which is simply strategically placing images and messages so subtle that your conscious mind doesn't see them. But your unconscious mind does, and therefore you are nudged towards buying without realizing it. The debate around whether or not this is ethical has raged for years. Part of the reason this is difficult to regulate is so much of our daily experience is already subliminal. Every day, all day, you are exposed to images and conversations that you're not aware of and end up making decisions because your unconscious mind was influenced. That's what influencers do. They post images all day. And you're scrolling and you're not realizing that you end up at H&M or Zara because you saw a Zara hashtag without realizing it. When you're scrolling social media, this is happening at a very high rate. Whether it's a friend an influencer or brand sending messages that you didn't consciously recognize, you end up navigating towards decisions that are outside your conscious control. The lines between intentional subliminal influence and unintentional subliminal impact is really blurry. You see, if a brand puts the word sex very faint in an advert, so subtle that you can't see it, that is intentional, and one could argue this should not be allowed. Marlboro brands and cigarettes back in the day used to do this. They would even put the shape of a man's penis to trigger arousal, the arousal effect, and inspire people to want to feel this aroused sense by buying the cigarette. If a military agency shows a criminal images of families in healthy communities months in advance of interrogating them, knowing that the subliminal family images will inspire them unconsciously to think about their family and their security, is this out of bounds? Is this unethical? 
What I'm about to share with you as a technique is an extremely powerful tool that can help you be seen, heard, and ultimately overcome and override negative bias with those that are trying to hold you back. The first technique I want to share in this series is called priming. Let's say you have a partner that is cheating on you. They don't know that you know, and you want to turn their behavior around without getting into fights. You want to focus on your career, your masters. You want to study without stressing about where they are, and you just don't have the energy to fight with them. Perhaps it's time to control their mind. You can prime their minds by playing music or podcast about loyalty, very subtly in the car when you're on a trip, or in your home when you're just in and out the shower, or when they're in and out the shower. You could also prime their minds by cutting out an article about family and building together and putting it on the kitchen table without ever mentioning it. Essentially, what you're doing is strategically placing the message you want very carefully in the atmosphere all around your partner, almost like baptizing their unconscious mind in the messaging and doing it consistently. Not only do intelligence agencies and brands use this technique, but priming has been proven to be effective over and over in research studies for many purposes. Of course, in extreme conditions, you may require deeper intervention in your relationship. But often, people cheat because they are bored and was triggered by something they saw on social media. And that behavior can easily be reversed. Let's say you have a boss or a colleague at work that is being negative towards you, causing all hell in your life. You can also use priming to demonstrate connection between the two of you. You could ask them for a selfie and share that selfie in a Teams group or make a joke about how much you have in common. Then print out the photo in a very small size and put it on their desk. Wait, wait. Now, <laughs> now let me stop for a second. You may be thinking this is super ridiculous and this is something you would never do. But I have a question for you. Why are you not using the fundamental power of how the brain works to create an advantage for yourself in the midst of someone's negative behavior, especially when it can be turned around? So let's forget the photo example. How about you share information about how 90% of colleagues who are positive and support each other live healthier and more productive lives? By sharing positive research and putting it in your team's groups, very subtly, their unconscious mind can be influenced. Guys, I want you to do your research on priming and prepare yourself for the next episode, where I'll be going even deeper into mind control. Thanks for listening, and do share this episode with someone you care about, someone who needs to understand mind control. Until next time.